So we start this minute with what could have been an interesting visual. The superimposition of Mandy's face over Fishmouth's face. But A, it doesn't match. He's still talking, but her mouth isn't moving, so the faces don't match. If you're going to do this visual, you should make it match. Like they're merging as a person or whatever he saw in her. It's like that Dracula thing. Like she actually is connected to him in some literal fashion. Maybe metaphysical, magical, or whatever, but real. And so they're connecting. And under the effect of the drug, she's talking along with him. Because that can actually be kind of creepy. Like uh, Doctor Who, Midnight, where the alien starts copying everything everyone does and then gets to that point where it starts being slightly ahead of them, where it's saying things first and they're copying it. And that makes for a creepy thing, because how does he how does he do that? How is uh, Spock here connecting to air quotes? And why? How? Like, that's intriguing. But instead, we get blurry faces that don't quite go together as he's saying stupid dialogue that sounds like Panos wrote it back when he was, what did I just say? He wrote the novel when he was 12, right? So when he wrote back when he was 12, because he thought it was cool. Timeless wave bullshit. Wave of pure heat? What's pure heat? This is the problem when you try to just throw adjectives into things to make it cool. That doesn't mean anything. You could argue that certain, like, fires are more pure than others, depending on fuel sources and stuff like that, but the heat is just heat. I mean, a wave of pure heat means some sort of, like, direct solar radiation that would kill him. He's just saying it because he thinks it sounds cool. Pure light would at least be defensible. A mainline of pure and total acceptance? Ugh. So some hippie bullshit. Okay, that's fine. I expected that. He's wearing a Spock robe, and he has a cult, and he used to be a singer. He's going to be full of bullshit lyrics. <laughs> it's just inevitable. And the, the superimposition ends, and he has a stupid half-smile that makes him look kind of like a goober. Or possibly someone who's recently had a stroke. I'm not sure which. No offense to people who've had strokes, of course, but you don't zoom in on a face when they're doing this. It's weird. He told me he trusts me as a friend. <laughs> he said, Jeremiah, they were wrong. Wait, who? The great glittering ones or whatever? <laughs> okay, never mind Panos' autobiography. Let's get Spock's biography here. He was in a hippie Christian band in like the early 70s, I'm thinking. A little late for hippies because he's got that Christian angle. And then he wanted to be in a disco band and it didn't, it didn't pan out and he's like, fuck, I need to go take drugs. And he took drugs, imagined that some god was talking to him. Well, there's, no, we saw the Senate babies, which means in the context of the film, whatever god he's channeling is real, which doesn't bode well for Andy later in the film. Wow. That's not good. I mean, when the cult is worshipping something that's actually real and has actual supernatural abilities and they can summon demons, not good if you turn against them. You just let them have your, air quotes, wife and, you know, go deforest somewhere else, I guess. I don't know. Sorry, I'm paused on the, the dude's face up really close and red and I don't know what to... His eyes are creepy. And you are right. Yeah, no shit. About what? So right. Okay, then we get the superimposition we should have had before. Mandy's face overlaid on his, but now her mouth is moving. 
she's talking also. She's into it. He said, you are not separate from all that is. I don't know where this is going. There's going to be more monologue. I don't have time for this today. That's not even my desk. 